What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Buongiorno. Buongiorno to you as well. How are you this fine day? I'm doing all right. I do realize now that, like, when you mentioned earlier that I would still be on the right side with yeah. this new setup, I was like, "Are you? Is he sure?" Yeah. And it's like, oh, still duh, on the I'm right. Still to the right. right here. We just, just like changed because, rotation in the room. Yeah, because we rotated differently. I'm yeah. like, no, I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. If you're watching us on video, you may notice we have a new setup. Well. Uh, just trying something new, you know, uh, and so we're gonna trying out this new little setup, one that didn't take up so much space. Uh, we've I've had the you know the podcast setup has always been just an extra thing in our room, and as Sam and I you know move and live in this house more and more, we need more space and. Sometimes Plus, you just gotta you gotta try new things, and this really I honestly think this works better. I, I, I like too. you know I I don't know if anyone else was fans of the old setup where we were sitting in the corner, but I did not like that look at all. I liked and, the table, yeah. Like when we still had the tall the table, table was but it good. took up so much space. It did. It was so bulky. Yeah. It made this room just look full of furniture. Yeah. So we're trying out something new, trying it out with our just normal stream setup. I like it because you can see the stuff on the background. I was about to say, now they you can know, get a true scope of how true many scope of how much Star have, Wars stuff is in here. Which means you can't just leave them falling over. I know. I, well, that's going to be good. Nice. I'm going to actually have to keep the office clean and organized. <laughs> so it's a good thing. It's going to have multiple benefits. Oh, she moved. I was going to say, I know, plus Birdie you can see Birdie. They, they'll mm. be able to come in and stuff yeah. in the door behind us. Fender so you might be able to see him. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll saunter in, probably lay down, take a good snooze. And then when you guys adopt my terrible cats from me. Oh, no, we I thought they were good the, boys No, lately. they're bad boys. Oh, well, they do this time. <laughs> they're always, just everything. Oh, <laughs> they're <okay>. always being <laughs> bad. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to this new episode, new format of, and new episode of Team Chat Podcast, where we're here to talk about some video games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Central Time, and you can listen to those on podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also join our Discord server, where we have a lot of great conversation when we're not here recording the show. And finally, if you'd like to help make the show bigger and better, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, just like Super Saiyan Ace, Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W. You have done they've gone over it where as for as a little where as for as a little as a dollar a month i was going really well you can support the show and make it bigger and better and if you can't do that that's no big deal at all you can support the show for free by telling your friends subscribing and you know commenting all that good stuff that just you know makes the makes the seo engine go hey hey people like this yeah. and other people will then get to see it so lots of cool stuff that it, can help us out it's like that. it's incredible to consider um i don't know if people know this uh oh. the internet is a popularity contest oh yeah so, absolutely <laughs> yeah, so if you want to right win. now we're fucking losing <laughs> but not in our own hearts <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but oh, i do man. love the um so if you're not a patron you've been missing out on all of the uh what, what what word am i looking for here goodies and tidbits as no I like not goodies and tidbits <laughs> all of the uh raucous conversations we've been having about the legend of dragoon oh, yeah, the yeah, best yeah, game yeah. ever made because longtime listener brandon finally after seven years <laughs> Took, the took task. our advice and started playing it, and he's gotten really far, and he's Fantastic. got a lot of a lot of comments, a lot of thoughts on what's been happening so far, and it's like, yeah, I've been trying to tell you plebs <laughs> for all this time to play The Legend of Dragoon, so get out there and play it, and then become a patron and get into the rogues gallery so you can tell us all about your thoughts and opinions. That's right, our, our super exclusive yeah. club for patrons only, only ban on the you a little. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like it. Yeah. Well, that's a great place. You should come check it out over the Discord. You know, it's, it's a fun time. We love to have, we love to have you there. 
But we do have a very fun and exciting episode because uh, you may have noticed no episode last week. Whoops a doodles. Because I was spending time getting through as much of a certain new released game that's pure joy and wonder, Jedi Survivor, or full name, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So while I haven't finished the game quite yet, I am actually 20 hours in, which for the amount of time since when the uh, we're recording to when the episode, the game actually released is a lot of hours for me for it a really brand new is. game. I mean, when you told me earlier that that's about how far you were in, I was pretty shocked. Yeah. You've been tearing ass through games I lately. Have. I went through Ghost of Tsushima yeah, in 35 hours. That's crazy, I know. Bro. I, I mean, there's still a lot of side activity I need to do. There's a lot of the map that still is fogged out but i tell you what that game which i still want to do a review of that one too coming up uh soon but that game was one where i i just sometimes with the big open world games i have a hard time staying focused on the main story not for like lack of the world being lack of the the main story being interesting um but you know just the world itself is is interesting and i get distracted by that and want to go see each and every little nook and cranny but this game the main story gripped me and i was like and i also knew i was like i need to finish this before jedi survivor comes out so there was a little bit of the hurry up and finish it there pushing me but still though the story was so damn good i I was just like i I, I don't want i don't want to quit playing this part i want to see what happens next and just getting to go through all the different uh, beats of that was oh it was so good but it sets it up really well where like as soon as you finish the main story if there are side quests and things that you're still wanting to wrap up the you talk to those characters and they're just like hey you want to go do that thing that we had to put on the on the break so it like immediately like sets up this post game mission that you can do that feels very natural. That, that very that feels very natural and kind of made me want to be like oh I do want to still go back yeah. and do and finish all yeah, these yeah. things. Granted, Jedi Survivor came out, so I'm going to have to do that another time. But the interest is still very much there to go back to Ghost. You know, I will say that that's because we were talking about sort of the way that Ghost of Tsushima does side quests. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of brought up a similar path that Horizon Forbidden West took. But I feel like what you just said is a difference between the two. Because when you finish Horizon Forbidden West... The, it's kind of like you're done. Yeah, like the game is over. Yeah. Like, I feel like it didn't have that natural path to loop back into a game that has so much optional content. Right. So that I feel like that would have been a nice touch. But Yeah, you know. I mean, it, it literally, like, you finish the main mission, and I, and I won't be, you know, I know that game's relatively newish. Still. Well, I don't know. Is it like 2018, yeah. 2019 maybe? Oh, maybe it's older than I thought. Um, but um, still, I'm not going to, like, say talk about it here because it's not the episode for that. But it immediately, as soon as you finish, the main the main mission and you're like wrapping it up and everything you're talking to another side character and they another character and they say well here's what we have to do still and like they they lay it out and yeah. it's like you know there's still a lot that we have to go take care of and fix and fight and, and it's just like oh well let's go like nice. the fight is just beginning yeah that's like kind of that. how it sets it up so it's really good that in that way but that's but not what we're talking about today. neither here nor there sidetracked <laughs> on a side quest but um to talk about ghost but the real main objective here is jedi survivor and also a fantastic game and i gotta say too playing ghost to jedi survivor back to back like that was actually i think very beneficial to me for jedi survivor because the combat styles of the two games are very similar um and so like having that like extra practice i feel like is helping a lot with jedi survivor and just being able to move through it at a somewhat quicker pace yeah um but yeah, like I said, I'm about 20 hours in. 
Uh, the game was developed by Respawn, who makers of Apex Legends, Titanfall, you know, a great uh, history of catalog behind the studio. And uh, it continue, And the game, for those of you who don't know, it continues the story of Cal Kestis, who was first introduced into the Star Wars universe in Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, also back in 2019, I believe, is when that game came out. And so you're, uh, this is in Star Wars timeline. It's before the original trilogy, past, uh, post prequel trilogy so in that little in-between sweet spot post prequel wait i like so in between the prequels okay yes and the i got it trilogy. for a second i, I had to like confusing. place it in my mind because i like what you said makes total sense i was just like wait pre- I, prequels yeah no i i just said that in the most uh in the <laughs> no like it made perfect sense i just had to like place it on the mental timeline because yeah, yeah, yeah. star wars was released in a stupid order <laughs> yeah kind of kind of in a weird way i'm not gonna lie i'm not yeah. gonna lie uh, that makes sense speaking of that side note to the side note had the chance to go see Star Wars Return of the Jedi, you actually came with me. It was a great time. What a bad movie. Got to see it. Shut up. (laughs) No, it's fantastic. It's my favorite Star Wars. It's Jared's favorite. It was amazing to get to see it in theaters for the first time. I hate the Ewoks so much. I literally don't understand that. They are the worst. I don't understand how you can look at the Ewoks and be like, I I would have been the guy like in in the little uh, so from uh, I call them tall boys whatever like the walkers were like not the ATATs the oh ATSTs ATS sure or oh. chicken walkers oh okay chicken walker I like that I would have been the guy in the chicken walker just mowing those suckers down <laughs> that's for like the one of, to me that is one of the saddest scenes of Star Wars <laughs> is when the 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 ATST blasts the two Ewoks and the one oh, lives and the, one and, and the other dies and his friend tries to be like hey let's come on you gotta get up let's go and he's dead and his, oh fr- his friend's like uh. <laughs> what joy and put on oh what a my smile god. to but my no, face I, but like that part is i was always like even as a kid when i first saw it, i was like oh my god his friend's dead like, <laughs> i'm kidding it was it was an emotional moment but just i i just hate them <laughs> i like a stone cold heart <laughs> i loved that movie except for Every part that took place on Endor. Mm. All of the non-Endor shit, all the space stuff. I was Great. like, hell yes. Oh, Even the, the, stuff the on final Tatooine. battle on, yeah. in Return of the Jedi is one of the best Loved space battles. Loved that stuff. Um, I liked all of the Luke and his papa <laughs> repairing their relationship. <laughs> yep. I thought that was very impactful. And then seeing Hayden Christensen's ghost at the yeah, end I still, when they copy-pasted him in. I don't agree with that at, oh, at all. I, I honestly don't either, but it is very funny Or having see. Darth Vader yell no before he throws Palpatine down the down the hole so okay that's not in the original he doesn't yell no interesting he goes out like a champ yeah Mm. he's just silent and he just looks at luke getting barbecued and then he looks over at palpatine and he just like quickly moves to the side picks him up and throws it music swells and it's an incredible moment but for some reason george lucas is like yeah add in there saying him saying no as he picks up the palpatine as he picks up palpatine yeah I, i i mean i must have seen it in the original before they fixed them right because uh, that was recent that they did that yeah maybe what, around like the, the time when they put thereabouts or the, no actually that. i think maybe that was later like when they did either i think maybe when they put them on disney plus oh. because they also in a new hope added in greedo saying mcclunky randomly at one point before like after uh han shoots him he gets shot and he goes like mcclunky <laughs> I don't know why. I have another question though about yeah. like the things that they did when this they is a Star Wars podcast yeah, now. Everybody fixed it. Um, when the the uh, the Sandmaster. Yes, Sarlacc. What, the scar, Scarlacc. Sarlacc. Sarlacc. It's not Scarlett Johansson. Did they Sarlacc. like in the 
fixed version. Did they make that thing CGI? The beak. It, they oh, added that in. That was added in, though, in like the 97, 98 special editions. Okay, gotcha. Because I was thinking... It I used to like be, yeah, just like the different. teeth and, the, and yeah. just the tentacles. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that was... I, like, I was trying to figure out, obviously, some of the things that they added in in post-post. Sure, sure. <laughs> the super post, if you will. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that's obviously not the right. original of this movie. No, and that no. was one of the things that I was like, is it? I can't tell. Like, was that just really early CGI or... or no, I, well, I mean, still like I mean, technically, ninety yes, CGI, but. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, but no, we're back to back to yeah, uh, sorry, back to we all. <laughs> we're going everywhere today. Uh, you be, can you tell much like a few Luke's we've done. travels across the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we had our stream a couple weeks ago, but mm. it's been a while since we've actually recorded. The energy is high today. Which for a honestly, good one of our more fun streams. Oh yeah, Hitman's Hitman the best game it ever was made. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Star Wars. But anyway, so Star Wars. Jedi Survivor. Uh, so yeah, so you're continuing Cal Kestis's story uh, post the events of Fallen Order, and uh, just in his attempt to remain hidden from the Empire, fight the Empire, and try to you know recover and restore whatever is left of the Jedi Order that he can. So it, do you feel like it would be out of place to, because I don't remember kind of what major beats the story of the first game sure. ended on. Like, what is Cal's goal? What is he doing? So What's the, motivating in him? In the, the first game, game, he was hunting down a holocron that can, uh, which is like a data device used yes. by the Jedi. Uh, he was tracking down one of those that contained a, a list of names of all Force-sensitive people in the galaxy. Oh, like, had, right, hadn't right. been recruited to the Jedis yet or had. You're like, everybody. Gotcha. So, like, if the Empire got that and were able to use it, then they would obviously... They would just wipe them all. Yeah, they just yeah. Hunt, either hunt them down and make them Sith, Inquisitors, what have you, or, and all this stuff. Um, and so... You're going. You're going to try and find that to keep the that from falling into the hands of the Empire. At the end of Fallen Order, spoilers. Cal decides to destroy the Holocron oh. rather than keep it and use it to rebuild the Order that way because he wants it to leave it more to abandon that part of the Jedi Order where it was like, no, we will recruit you as children and raise you in this order. Oh, yeah. You know, it's more okay. of like, no, let's let the actual force that is supposed to control the destiny of everyone in the galaxy, let's let that actually choose I who falls into that. the order or not. As someone that has had to do list-based email marketing before, <laughs> <laughs> I totally get his approach. <laughs> so, so yeah, so th uh, that is kind of how, uh, how that was going down and where this game left off. So, Picking up, and I believe it's five, three to five-ish years after the events of Fallen Order, where this game picks up. Can I ask one more question? Sure. So I know that obviously the Empire hates his guts, but because right. he destroyed the Holocron, does the Alliance, what do they call them? No, they they don't really know. It was like, okay, it, gotcha. it's like the, the group that was with Cal, they kind of know that so this happened. So it's not like the new Jedi are like pissed right. at him also. Because they're okay. still like... None I mean, of them. more there yeah. are more as more Star Wars stories are told, but you know there's still like a very small handful of yeah, Jedi gotcha. throughout the, okay. throughout the galaxy at this point. Cool, cool. But anyway, uh, so that's where it's kind of at story wise. I'm not going to focus on that too much for this first impressions because the game is within its first couple weeks of coming out, and you know people are still playing it for the first time. But I am going to focus a little bit more on like the mechanics and like new things that have been introduced to the game that I'm really that I'm really vibing with, or no, like exactly. Mm. First off, I will start off and just say yes. I'm playing on PS5 and the game is running really, really well. Not and you know, not gonna so if I talk about like if I'm not talking about the graphical issues that I know are present on PC, that's because uh, I played on PS5. There has already been a patch for PC released as of the time of this recording and for PS5 to kind of improve some things, but I know there's still a little bit more that that needs to be done. 
that being said, and while the PS5 version is not as broken or is not broken like the PC version, uh, the PS5 version does still have kind of like a little bit of a stutter at times in the 60 frame per second. I haven't really looked in the performance 30 FPS, but in this kind of a game, I need those 60 frames and I want those 60 frames. So, uh, you know, it's nothing that is where to the point where I'm like, I even notice it that much or that often or that when it does happen, I'm like, God damn it. That's so annoying that there's this stutter. But it is it, it is one of the things that is there and the most prevalent issue that I've seen in my time playing with it performance wise. Gotcha. I did have a crash one time also, but that was it. Um, so all that laying that out for, uh, right at the beginning of that there were some technical issues that I did run into with it. But other than that, it is. Like t- they took the first game, Jedi Fallen Order, and basically just improved on every system that they, that game had. Uh, one of the big differences in this one is you did eventually in Fallen Order get a double bladed lightsaber, and you could do some like special moves where you could like dual wield for like a couple of attacks oh, yeah. and cool. everything. Very cool. very cool. This game now has that I've so Triple far discovered. Wield like f- not that not yet, but there is like. Um, Five that I've discovered so far, different stances. And you see these stances oh, okay. in the trailers, so this isn't really spoilery okay. that I'm talking about this. But this is like one of the core mechanics of like the combat for this game. Um, and for those not familiar with this type of game or anything like that, it is kind of like a soul. It's an open world like souls born light where it is like you hit various, you know, the campfires or meditation areas that will save your progress. But also when you save, it respawns all enemies who you killed behind you. Oh, I see. And when you die, you have to find the enemy who you last fought and you have to damage them to restore life, health and any like. Uh, XP that you are holding at the you time. You don't have to kill them. You just, you just have, have to, to damage them. them. And you can okay. run back away if it's can like a big Can you even like shoot them at long range? Yeah. You oh, just have to damage nice. them. Okay, gotcha. So, can you send out your little robot buddy? He doesn't really he, do... He does well, a little kick to the shins? I don't remember now. That would be really BD1 cute. BD1 actually was in combat. I don't think he does combat. I think he's just kind of like support. He like gives you health health stems and stuff so like that. So he doesn't kick baddies in the shins? No, but you use him as like to to grind along rails. He slices through uh, boxes to get collectibles. Sounds he like opens doors. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, I always imagine BD1, yeah, BD1 as like the progenitor to Zenyatta and Zenyatta have big kick. Oh, so no, I no, want no, no, BD1 no, no, no. to have BD1 little of, kick. BD1 rides on your back. He's tiny. I know he's tiny, but like that's what I want. I want to see, see a see, tiny see. little robot that is all legs and head just going to ham on somebody's <laughs> shins <laughs> um but yeah so that's kind of like the style of this game it, like i said open world tons of exploration that you get to explore uh across different planets across the star wars universe and honestly like the amount the maps of these planets are pretty big like i've gone to three maybe four i think so far and each one like you sp- you could spend hours in uh, discovering all the little nooks and crannies. Lore-wise, would you say that you're going to places that are known or mentioned in other Star Wars IPs? Or are they new? So far, there are. There's like one new place, but there are some like uh, familiar lo- locations. Gotcha. Uh, that Is are it in this Endor? Game. Just tell me. No, now. it's not Endor. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Who knows? Oh god. <laughs> but I think at that point, even <gasps> Endor was relatively unknown uh, until Return of the Jedi. So I feel like. Probably not going to be. I, I need, because you know how in Star Wars, bleh, KOTOR, yes. how you could either be like good or bad. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to become bad and then be able to go to Endor and mow down <laughs> the Ewoks <laughs> to my heart's content. Then you need to play Battlefront 2, the new Battlefront oh, 2, because that? there's an Ewok hunt mode. <gasps> 
and you're just stormtroopers trying yes. to survive the indoor night. Oh. It's actually kind of like horror esque because it's oh. like it's at night with That's flashlights really and the Ewoks fun. like jumping out of the woods to to fight you. And That's stuff. awesome. That's way better than my idea. <laughs> I like that more. I do need to play that. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so that's kind of like the style of game that it is that you're looking at. Uh, I'm trying to get back to my notes that I lost and now it's gone. Oh, he's um, in his folders, everybody. It's go. looking bad. <laughs> okay, here we go. So anyway, uh, the big change is that there are now, instead of the two like single normal like single blade lightsaber and double bladed lightsaber with the occasional dalliance into dual into dual wielding in fallen order now there are five different uh lightsaber stances there's still your normal uh single blade there's double blade now you have dual wield as its own thing oh, like okay. you can just always constantly be dual wielding nice. which is really cool then there's the blaster which is like single uh blade lightsaber and a blaster mm, so you okay. can kind of do get some nice range so in there anyways and stuff like i that. started blasting gotcha. started blasting yep, okay and then there's the uh cross guard which i just got which is like uh it's like kylo ren's uh, that looks like a medieval oh, sword. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like the stance. And it's like big, heavy, sweeping attacks and okay. stuff like that with so really slow, high defense. really powerful. Oh, my God. It's so fun, fun. though. If, because, of course, you're a Jedi, so like there's a nice flow and, a, and yeah. movement to all this stuff. So once you get the, the big, heavy crossguard stance swinging, it feels so... <gasps> good because it, it can like interrupt heavy unblockable attacks Ooh. and stuff like that from enemies shielded it's enemies. so nice uh yes there are oh, some shielded good. enemies and stuff cool. so there might be more cr- stances that i haven't got to yet in the game but i kind of feel like if i don't know cross guard i kind of only got to recently so maybe there, there might be another one out there that i haven't got to yet or that they didn't show off in the trailers um but that it's just it's really fun because each one it's kind of like you could play the whole game as one stance or another, but it's nice because each one has, you know, a, a pros and cons for each situation like double blade lightsaber. If you're fighting someone single with that, it's not my favorite. Like it's, oh. it's kind of it almost like has too much just automatic flow to it when you hit like the attack once and Cal does some big crazy spin move with it. It's a little bit harder to like block against a single person. It's great for crowd control. Whereas like dual wielding, you have pretty low defense because you're using two single swords, but you're super fast. Cross guard is obviously heavy and slow attacks, but huge defense. Whereas the blaster one is kind of like the all around balance of having the single bladed lightsaber, but you get that extra range. Plus it's really cool to use because you just get to like Cal does like really fancy moves to like throw like hooks it behind his back to like oh, shoot stuff or, like over his head. Like, yeah. cause he's a force user. He just knows where everybody's at. Everybody loves that yeah, shit. Everybody that's awesome. Loves that. <laughs> it's really fun to get to use. So, um, I feel like that's a really big change from this that um, really just brings a new light to it. And one of the things, too, that I also really like is that you start the game not weaker than how you left the first game. Good. So they didn't get the Metroid treatment. Where, where he, you have to, like, yeah, relearn everything. Explodes and has to re uh, I'll just make computer okay. to sleep. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All the screens went black, and I thought that something was no, wrong. No, 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 no. We're good. Nothing is okay. recording to the computer. It's, good, just, good, it's good. just there for us to look at. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, because it... I, I totally get it. Like yeah. in the Metroid games, you're always like, okay, so Samus is like the most powerful person in the universe, right? Basically. Right. And then the next game starts, it's like, well, we got to nerf her because otherwise yeah. it doesn't make any sense. I like that that's not happening here. Because like in the first game, Fallen Order, you had to learn how to like force pull a 
a rope to you, how to double jump and how to do, you know, the standard like platforming moves yep. and stuff and stuff like that. And some basic force powers and things in this game. You don't have to relearn that stuff. You already have it, which is nice. So you're already getting like upgrades. So everything you get is not like, okay, f- cool. Like I have to learn basic and play basic stuff for the first five hours of this game yep. until I start getting to the new stuff. The new stuff is immediate That's and it good. feels very natural because it's what it, you're used to from the old game. So I really like how that set it up for you and everything just to kind of make it where it immediately you're like okay i'm a i am a more advanced well uh you know trained jedi than than where i left at the first game you said that in the timeline it's a few years after i think it's like three to five okay three to five years after the events of the first game so um so that's really great that you get to do that the other part of it there is a lot of like just platforming in this because in an open world exploration and of course with a game like where you, you have the powers of the jedi that allows for some really great platforming. Big jump. Big old jumps. Big, big like jump. climbing up, climbing, you know, walls and different stuff like that, hanging from pipes and, and everything and traversing great open chasms by using nothing but your arm strength. Did you see that one video <laughs> that was the, um, it, it's in Jedi Survivor mm-hmm. of when Cal is doing like a little segment of wall to wall jumping, like yes. wall jumping. And in the lead up to that, some little critters kind of skitter off to the sides. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that video? Yeah. Did you see that? I think it's I've like done a that part already. Co- oh, did you see that it's a direct reference to uh, Metroid? Oh, really? Yeah. Like there's a section in that game where Samus comes into a small room and there are these little harmless creatures and they kind of see her and they scurry away. And as they do so, one of them does the wall jumping to escape. Oh. And that's what kind of triggers you to be like, oh, I can probably do that. That's cool. So it's a direct reference to Metroid. Wow, that's really cool. Isn't that so fun? The more you know. Yeah, the more you that's know. That's fun. I never would have um, known. <laughs> I mean, obviously I haven't played Survivor, but right. even if I had, But no, I know the, I I know the part you're learning because that yeah. is how they do it. Because yeah, it, you do get the you know jumping back and forth to go up like that um but this one's also fun because it does a wall another variation of that where you can again because you're a jedi do a wall jump without having a oh something to jump off of behind you you like jump away from the wall hang for a second then jump forward again to go that's fun it's really i like that um so there's a little bit a lot of stuff like that in there so they find out a lot of new ways to even still improve on the traversing and the platforming of the previous game you get the the typical wall run from respawn games that are so fun the Titanfall uh, run. The Titanfall run. Yeah, you get that again. Uh, there's a lot of new stuff too. They did take away and change one thing from Fallen Order to Survivor that I really like, which is that when you start climbing on a wall or hang from a ceiling to climb, you in Fallen Order had to hold. Sorry, I'm like really tripping over my words. You had to hold L2 to like grab onto the wall. Gotcha. After you like jumped at it, so it was right. like jump at it. L2 hold. to grip yeah. it. You don't have to hold L2 anymore. You just oh, grip it. It's which just It was like one little like extra button push that just didn't feel yeah. completely necessary. I get it. But it was super annoying when you would jump and then die because you, you didn't hit the button to grab. <laughs> you know, which is like a common thing that most games you don't really have to do yeah. that, I feel like. So that was really good um, kind of seeing that as a change. There's also uh, a lot of different stuff too. Like I, I feel like this isn't a really a big spoiler for anything, but it's, you now have mounts that you can ride to like Ooh. access different areas of the map. Chocobos? Uh, honestly, yes, actually. <laughs> awesome. There's a, um, oh, is it Neko? Neko's. I believe, or what they're called in the games. They're literally Chocobos. Is it any CCO? Like Neko uh, wafers? KKO. Because they couldn't infringe on Neko Wafer. Neku. I think it's Neko. Neko. But yeah, do like Neko Jedi Survivor. But you're literally going to see this and you're just like, it's a Chocobo. Oh, Nico. Nico's. Oh, no, it is Neko. Okay. Google autocorrect lied to me. All right. (laughs) 
like the little oh, chocobos. They are there. The, these are just multicolored chocobos. Yeah. yeah. So you get to ride around in mounts and everything, which you know is really cool because then that even gets you like a like an extra super jump that you can use because you can jump with the mount and then double jump off of that to get up higher nice. and different stuff like that. You have this really cool like grappling hook. Uh, zipline thing that to use. And one of the things that I just really love about this game, you know, and in contrast to my playthrough of Ghost of Tsushima, is that I am going all over the place exploring in this one. Like, granted, again, I don't have the time crunch of trying to beat this before Jedi Survivor comes out, but I am going everywhere and doing everything in this game because it's so easy to. Kind of like how I was saying Ghost of Tsushima encourages you to kind of stay with the main story. This one, it's so easy to take a, a detour and do a quick little side exploration that you just do them. But it's so great because they're never, except for a few here and there that might lead you to like a hidden mini, a hidden boss or something like that, they're never that big of a detour. Yeah. So it never takes that much extra time, even when it's like a side quest that you're given or something like that. But each one that you do always gives you some kind of reward be it like a currency that you can use to take to a shop later a a uh customization item for cal uh, uh, or uh you know paint colors there's you always get something out of it so this nice. exploration is never wasted you don't just like find this random area that kind of goes and you're like oh this led to nothing this is yeah. a waste of time you literally always get some kind of reward for That's it nice. for the ex for the exploration good, good level so, design yeah it really is and everything kind of like has a way of looping back to where you started so there you never really have to backtrack like usually and it was the same in way in fallen order too if you would finish like one of a side area usually when you got to the end it would unlock a way to like a shortcut, be it like uh, a wire yeah. Yeah, or yeah. rope or that would drop down to be able to get you back. So you could easily get back to that area again without having to retraverse the whole place. Also makes it nice for when you die, go back to your last save spot and have to run through everything again. You're not having to fight everybody. You can yeah. like bypass some of it to Very make it nice. a little bit easier to make progress. I can, it, we're not streaming obviously, but I can hear bro Mogan in the chat right now <laughs> going unlockable paths that loop you back to where you started and allow you to skip enemies in certain locations. That's a dark souls ripoff. <laughs> I said it's a Soulsborne esque game. It has uh, some very big, um, the joke, of course, is that Dark Souls did not invent that. <laughs> we just want to make that clear. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so all the exploration feels really great. The platforming feels really great. There are obviously some environmental puzzles that you have to solve, uh, which I know if you were watching our Uncharted stream the other day, <laughs> when I got stuck on such a simple puzzle really the, the suits of armor but like i i still just had to stare at it and that was just not clicking in my head fortunately that has not happened in this game i'm able to like get the puzzles pretty easily but it's still enough where like i sometimes have to be like oh okay what am i doing here we'll just chalk about it up it, you to calcast just being smarter than nathan Drake. yeah yeah that, 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 that sounds was good the that sounds yeah. good <laughs> so there's a lot of good uh environmental puzzles thrown in there throughout all the different platforming so again just not you are never at a loss of things to do. The, yeah. the world feels very alive. It's a good balance of you're not running into too many enemies as you explore. I mean, obviously you re cross their paths because it's repeatable enemies in repeatable places, but it's kind of like you still have a nice flow of, 
I'm going to explore here. I'm going to have to fight here. Yeah. It's never just like, oh my God, leave me alone so I can actually yeah. like progress. That it's is something really that well balanced. kills me. Like when I'm just in that exploration mode and mood, I'm right. like, I don't want to deal with this right now. And that can be a real bummer to, to struggle through. Yeah. They also added in a, a little mechanic of being able to like, you have an ally at certain points in the story Ooh. missions that you can like command with you. It will be the one you can <laughs> command all the time to like either give you health stems, uh, unlock boxes that contain collectibles, doors, what have you. Uh, but you sometimes will have a companion who's like traveling with you through a level a la God of War with like Kratos or, or yeah. with like Atreus and stuff like that. And you can command them to like engage with enemies. You can actually now in this one use force abilities to confuse your enemies and make them oh. fight for you oh, for a little bit of time. Fun. And like, like you can do that with either with like animals and like people that you cool. have to f- come across and fight too. So it's that's a new added extra thing in it. So it's just a lot of things like that that really are just taking these core principles that were laid out and developed so well in Jedi Fallen Order and just building upon all of them. You know, you're you do again, like I said, I don't want to really touch on the, the story and the characters and, and that much of the story of it, but it is just like a it still holds that same like high quality. Like the story so far has been fantastic. Yeah. And even though I am like going all over the place and doing all the side exploring, I'm still really like I'm still like very keyed in to being like, ah, oh, this is what I'm doing. Here's what I'm going for. Um, and I also like a lot of for the overall lore of Star Wars, I also really like the references that it's dropping and the different like areas of Star Wars that it's kind of touching on. And and which is really cool just because it's some of the newer stuff, less explored timelines and everything that they're setting up. Cool. So is my number one waifu for life Mon Mothma referenced? Uh, not yet. Mm, zero out of it ten. It might be too early. <laughs> this might be pre. And no, it's got to be getting close to like yeah. Andor timeline. Yeah, probably. If, if not right alongside because Sagrera is mentioned. Well, Sagrera is in the first one. So, Forrest Whitaker. Definitely, yes. <laughs> yeah. Knew, I'll get to there. Knew I knew who that there. was. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Lots of good stuff there uh, to get to go through. Um, it, you have an up, upgradable, like, main base mechanic Ooh, stuff. Everybody like your main loves hub. upgrading the main hub. Yeah. That's fun. You can have a rooftop garden. You can find seeds. Wait, so you're telling me that this game ripped off Hades? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I guess it did. It's just a various ripoff of other games. That's one of the collectibles you can find is some seeds. Oh, that's cute. In the first game, it was only like a small garden in your ship. This one, like you have a full oh. like on rooftop bar. Man, uh, rooftop I can't garden. wait for the Jedi Survivor spinoff, Jedi Gardener. Oh, man, so <laughs> It's going to be so fun. It's just a life sim, but in the Star Wars. <laughs> like he's retired. It's yeah. like 80 years in the future, and he's just an awesome old Jedi Gardener. Yep. Oh, that'd be so fun. That would be really I've got fun. ideas, people that make Jedi Survivor. <laughs> just respond. 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 Just, yeah, just call me. <laughs> Um, let's see the, one of the other things, Oh, like I did say, you can also in this upgradable base, other than having like the garden rooftop, there are people that you can find among the planet that you can recruit to come and like open up shop there or like offer some things. Uh, so, which is another thing that's kind of new is that there are shops and vendors. There are different currency types that you can collect throughout your exploration that you can use for specific vendors who will give you different things. Um, one of the things that's nice in this game is it does introduce a perk system. So like one of the vendors will sell you like different perk slots or dip or um, different perks as you progress through the game. Others are different customization outfits for Cal uh, hairstyles, facial Ooh, beard, facial fun. styles, uh, facial hairstyles, things like that. Um, so, and it all just kind of varies and it depends. One that I just found it offers like actually information on bounty hunters who are chasing you down. 
that you have to like fight against. It's oh. like different mini bosses cool. who you'll just kind of like stumble upon in the world. Do they tell you like where they are? Yeah, they give you like oh, an idea okay. of it, which is actually very similar to the Nemesis system of uh, Shadow of Mordor. Huh. Okay. So it's pretty cool. Cool. Very nice. So a lot of a lot of really cool new stuff to do it. Um, that is one of the things that is really cool about it too is that there is so much customization that you can do in this game. Nice. Is Glitterbeard one of the options? Not yet. I haven't found Glitterbeard, oh, but there is like full like biker, like oh, long biker stash, uh, biker stash awesome. with a mullet hairstyle. Oh, you can do God. that. Uh, so there's like tons of different hairstyles and facial hair combos that you can get. Uh, you can get a different shirt, jacket, pants for Cal that you can change out and everything. Booty um, shorts? Not yet. Mm. Man, that'd be cool, though. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, sounds like this game sucks. You can also customize BD1's appearance, and he oh. has, like, five different things you can change on him, so Cute. five different, like, sets of things to collect. Uh, your lightsaber has, like, five parts that you can collect to, like, customize and change out its hilts and ev- its hilt and everything. And then your blaster also has three parts that you can customize cool. and change. And not only can you, like, change the different instruments and, and things that are on it, but you can change the weathering, the, like, the detail, the, like, is it, you know, looking, like, really shitty and roughed up or is it fine and pristine? You can, like, ch- go through it, change the materials. So, like, the, tons and tons and tons of customization. Can you have a wooden lightsaber? Uh Yes, actually. Awesome. Is, is the beam I think itself so. made I of wood? So. <laughs> is it just like a bunch no. of splinters? I, I think you can because together? I think there's a because I know there is a a wood material for the blaster, so I'm pretty sure there is one for the hilt, oh, the nice. lightsaber as well. Cool, cool. So yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool, awesome. and it's just like again, so much more. In the first game, you could do like a skin for your ship. Uh, you could do some outfit changes for Cal, but you couldn't change his hair. And in uh, Fallen Order, he pretty much wore ponchos a lot. Is <laughs> like his main outfit. So it was like basically you just got a whole bunch of different ponchos. Sweet. And, and so and then BD One, you could change his colors too, but pretty much just like his colors. So there's so much more that you can do in this game in terms of like customization of your character, That's really awesome. make him look. I love the fit. that kind of stuff. Like it is especially cool. cosmetic customization. Yeah. Customization. Ten out of ten. And it's nice because it's all stuff that you buy. Well. If you pre-order, there were some, I think, a pre-order bonus of getting some stuff, and I got, like, oh, like the, limited the edition digital, col- the, like, digital deluxe edition or whatever that came with, like, Obi-Wan's outfit from the Obi-Wan show, oh, his, like, okay. wanderer outfit, and, like, Han's, uh, like, smuggler outfit and stuff, too. Nice. Very cool. But um, after seeing, I saw it, I cannot remember now who it was on Twitter, uh, but they shared, I just made Kyle Katarn, who was the hero of Dark Forces, the old Star Wars game that I love. They're like, I just made his outfit in Jedi Survivor. Cool. And I saw it. I was like, holy shit. So I just up. did it. <laughs> with, nice. With Cal <laughs> in, in my game too. Cause I was like, hell yes, I have to do that. So it's, it's just so fun. There's so many things about it. Um, I really, I think that's really pretty much the, the majority of what I have to say about it. It is hitting like all the right notes for me. And it's like I said, I've played 20 hours already. I did kind of hit last night. I played it for a little bit more and then was, I did kind of be like, Okay, I think I need a break from this. I've played it a lot in the last few days. But still, it's one that like I really I'm like it's I know I've said this a lot about these games lately, but like it's for sure gonna be the platinum. Like I'm gonna get like I wanna nice. do it with this one. I got close enough with Fallen Order that I think I could go back to my save file there and do it wouldn't take too long. But this one, like I wanna go through the whole experience and do the whole thing all at once. Uh, is this a game that has difficulty levels? It does. Okay. Thank you. That was the last yeah. point actually I wanted to touch on. Uh it does have difficulty levels. It has like 
I don't remember their names for the, but the typical easy, normal, hard, extra hard. Um, I know that the hard in this one is is Jedi Master. It's probably like Padawan, Knight, oh, Master, yeah, and then Grandmaster, which is the hardest one. I started out playing on Master, and then again, I think because I'd had so much practice recently with Ghost, I was actually doing really well. And I was kind of like, I feel like this is a little easy. easy. So I bumped that up to Grandmaster. And I've been playing on Grandmaster for the majority of the time I've been playing the game now. And man, it's good. It's like, it's just enough where it's like, I am still doing really well and I'm proud of myself for that. And I'm patting myself on the back, but it does still offer just enough of a challenge that even minor enemies will trip me up sometimes. But since I've been doing so well with it though, I proposed this to you last night when we were playing games, uh, playing some, some Mario Kart, but I was like, does this mean I feel like I could take on an Elden Ring run now? I think you could. I think I could do it. I mean, if you like an actual like Souls game, I think I could do it. I don't even think the criteria for that is being good at Jedi Survivor. You fucking finished Blasphemous, which I would argue is more difficult than most Souls games. That game was fucking hard. So I think that you, like mechanically speaking, have the chance. I just think it's gonna smack me in the face a whole lot and it was gonna make me feel it was gonna make me feel dumb. Now I feel like I've actually like trained my uh, dumb gamer brain to quit going hack slash only smash button to actually like no. Harry Riposte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm actually ready for the challenge now. My, I've refined my mind by playing the games like Fallen Order, Ghost. I'm ready for it. I'm yeah. ready for the challenge. So I, I, I think, I think so. after this, I, I, I honestly might try that out. Maybe not immediately. But I know just everybody like, has recommended Elden Ring. Do you? My personal vote is for Bloodborne. You think so? Mostly just because I, I like, have that one already, like too. The, so that's a little oh, bit easier barrier to entry. I just, personal preference, I like the world of Bloodborne more. Mm. I think it look like visually speaking. Yeah. And actually, lore-wise, I think that the world of Bloodborne was just more more up my alley. Not sure. to say that Elden Ring is bad or that it's not interesting. It's just like kind of in a separate vein of that genre. Whereas Bloodborne, I'm like, oh, look at everybody's sick, cool trench coats <laughs> and all their awesome hats. Yeah. It's just like, it's a little bit more <laughs> edgy, I almost sure. want to say, which is, it just makes it cooler. It looks way more Victorian. Yeah, it's more vampire, yeah, which I yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody mm. likes vampire aesthetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I want to look like that. Count Chocula. Yeah. Not Count Dracula. Count Chocula. Speaking of Count Dracula, I want to see that Renfield movie soon. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it's already out like streaming places, so maybe it won't be too too long before it's free (laughs) for streaming. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's pretty much it. Uh, Like I said, I I will do a full final review where I will talk about story stuff, how I feel the story compares to the first game and and everything like that. Once I do finally wrap it up, and don't worry, I won't wait for the full platinum. Mm -hmm. Once I finish the story, we'll we'll do that full review. Uh, But no, for the... um, Aside from the performance issues that have been plaguing it on PC and the some that are on PS5, the game itself is fantastic. It's a great gameplay. The combat itself is so smooth and fun once you get into a good groove, even at the higher difficulty levels. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's 100% something you're going to enjoy, even if you're not. Like, I know you've Honestly, talked about... I like, sound, I'm, I'm pretty interested. Yeah. Uh, this... Uh, you know, I was already vaguely interested in Fallen Order, mm-hmm. but this one, if it's just better yeah. like why not just start well with it's kind one? of like what you did with forbidden west yeah you, you just, got the better version of, I'm just of gonna zero dawn skipping yeah. the first games and only play sequels once ghost of tsushima gets a sequel i'll play that game yeah, i'm just go. gonna wait for only sequels i do want to go back to ghost because i didn't have a chance to try out the multiplayer legends mode oh, yet yeah. and i got the i bought the i started off with it uh or i bought the director's cut version of it that came with the 
Iki Ilki Island or Iki Island expansion yes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm I need to cool. do all that stuff too. So I got a lot more ghosts ahead of me, and I have a whole hell of a lot more Jedi Survivor because I did see. I think it's like it was saying thirty five ish forty hours for like straight run campaign timeline. I think to finish it, but if your completion is closer to sixty, and Ooh, I know nice. especially because I'm playing it on Grandmaster, I'm going to get held up on bosses every once in a while and stuff like that. I have a feeling it's going to be it's going to be probably closer to like a 70, 80 hour nice. for me. Like I feel like for, you know, completionist games, that seems like the right amount. To yeah. Me. And I'm Once the kind you're of starting person to cross that, the 100 hour yeah. line. Like that, I know like hats off to you if that's your kind of game and you, and like, and you get off on that kind of thing. But it's just for me, that's, it's too long to commit to that. Yeah, but, I understand. Which is why like Valhalla, I wanted to play it on that game. Me but, at ooh. 91 hours on Octopath Traveler <laughs> too. <laughs> Again, if that like, I just, I, I can't stay in one for that long. Yeah. And it, it's not there like, are, well, I, well, you know what? I take that back. I want to say like Forbidden West yeah. or Zero Dawn. One of them I just did like. I think you I were really close to No, it, it was. I, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look because mm. I feel like it was Valhalla maybe that I was close to 100 oh, hours. Oh, yeah, that Valhalla sounds right. Valhalla it was. See, and, I, and I'm still nowhere near platinuming that game. Oh, so I was kind of like, dear God, that's I can't ridiculous. go on. I can't go on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a bit much. <laughs> but no. If you love it, if you know, if if any of this uh, sounds like it's up your alley, then give Jedi Survivor a try. It's a fantastic game. Not on PC. Yeah, wait a little yeah. bit on PC. <laughs> go uh, PS. Go pl- PlayStation for it first, or Xbox, I guess. And uh, oh, so it is available for both. Yes, sorry, okay, I never good, said good. that, but yeah, it's it's available for both and cool. on PC as well. So go check it out. It's a fun time. And uh, but and if you do. Let us know. Send us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or join up over on our Discord server. We can talk about it there. Comment below wherever you're listening to or watching the video. Like I said, we'd love to hear from you and hear your thoughts on this great game as well. I bet the team over at Respawn is secretly so happy that Redfall is kind of tanking. So oh, I feel like that it was, was there. Okay, you know what? That actually, sorry. I mean, ahead. just release-wise, I feel like that was their most direct competition. And yeah. now it's like they're probably going, we're not well, going to get Horizon Forbidden Wested by, by Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's the thing, though, that um, is I meant to talk about. I forgot to bring this up earlier, so I'm glad you you said that um, about the the state of the game of how it was released is. Yeah, the problems that it was having on PC were very bad. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, like legit, broken. legit, bad, broken stuff. And and an interesting thing, you know, that usually whenever this kind of thing happens, everyone's always quick to be like, hey, now, like it's it's the higher ups execs like saying, like, we got to get it out the window. And it was interesting that with this case, it was not that the director of Survivor, uh, Stig Asmussen, who is like he did some of the old God of War stuff, like a very experienced uh, game director, chose to say no to the extra delay because he was looking at the release window of other games like Redfall and the other one that's coming out soon. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom. And he was like, no, that's a good slot for our game to fall. But it's like. Bro, you so sure, like you kind of like lucked out in that sense that Redfall, which is terrible that Redfall's having is, is such even worse issues. Yeah, God. you know, because no one wants to see a bad a, a game have especially not like from this. Arcane. I know, and so it's just like it's it's interesting where it's like this could have like it, it, a clear case where it feels like this could have been <laughs> avoided, and you were the person to say no, let's take the extra time, and you didn't, that and is- then you said it out loud. <laughs> 
just pretended. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, huh. it was those execs. <laughs> but, it's yeah. like weird flex to admit that it's kind of your fault, but yeah. I guess like. And I mean, sure, there may be more into it than that. And, it, yeah. you know, the, in more details, which I'm sure there are. Again, we're not game developers. We don't know what goes into that. And I have nowhere near the experience that Stig Asmussen does. And who knows? Maybe the extra games. time wouldn't have helped. Exactly. So, you know, there's there's a lot to it, but it still was just kind of like. Huh. huh that was a, not what I was expecting. Yeah, a real head scratcher. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the game, notwithstanding some of its technical issues, if you can play it, is great. So uh, go check it out. Would love to hear your thoughts on it. But until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson. Join to my right, Rachel Mogan. Adios. We'll see you all next time.